Good afternoon, my fellow ballers. Welcome back to another episode of Ball with Tyler Todd. I'm your host, Tyler Todd. And wow, uh, yesterday was opening day. How about that? Just hopping right into it. Yesterday was opening day. I'll say it again. It's absolutely unreal that at one point we actually thought baseball wasn't going to happen this year. And wow, we got a, we're, get, we're getting a full season. And we got an amazing first day of baseball. We had a good little crop of seven games, seven game action. And uh, yeah, I got to work one of them. I got to see a walk-off home run. <laughs> but regardless, baseball's upon us, and it's awesome that we finally get it back. But the first game on the list, we have the Chicago Cubs and the Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers are actually looking to be one of the better teams in the National League. And uh, yesterday, not not too good, even though they obviously only lost by a run. Corbin Burns, a former Cy Young Award winner, pitched five innings, allowed four hits, three earned runs, gave up three walks and four strikeouts. So... Not usually a regular outing from him, but the thing is, this is obviously the first game of the year, and guys are obviously going to be rusty. He's going to he's gonna do some dangerous things this year, obviously. And obviously the Chicago Cubs, the biggest storyline for them is Seiya Suzuki, the big old wonder kid from Japan who they signed this offseason, who's supposed to be the next big outfielder in the league, and he shined. One hit, one run, two at-bats, pretty solid. Pitching wasn't that bad either. Kyle Hendricks, five, inning, five innings pitched. Five hits, one earned run, just three walks, and seven strikeouts. So a good back-and-forth game, obviously. Cubs are obviously won the game 5-4. to four. And look look out, seriously look out for the Brewers, as, as they, they could be one of the bigger, obviously the bigger teams this year that really could make a splash in the National League. Next is the Guardians and the Royals. With the Royals, we saw the number two prospect in baseball, Bobby Wood Jr., finally get called up, and he made the opening day roster. And in his debut, he had a Basically, the game-winning double. Absolute stud. I mean, what else can you say about the guy? His dad used to play. Yes, he was one for four, but that one for four hit was a double, and it was very important. And Zach Greinke got the bump opening day again, and if <laughs> didn't really seem to face him. Then he got the opening day bump because he's done it like, you know, probably 9, 10, 11, or 12 times. There's an interview, if, any, if anybody can look it up, but there's an interview of, of him, maybe like, a couple days ago, somebody asked him, hey, so how do you feel about opening day? And he literally just gives no remark, no reaction whatsoever. And he's just pretty much, he literally, quote, maybe not quote unquote, but like I'm just paraphrasing, but he's just like pretty much how my, what my face says is pretty much how I feel about opening day because he's, he's done it forever. But in his opening day start, five and a half innings pitched, five hits, one earned run, one walk and one strikeout. So bullpen had to do a lot of work. And yeah, Royals ended up winning three to one. Don't know how I feel about the Guardians this year. Obviously, they brought back Jose Ramirez and re-signed him, and they have some decent pitching as well. But just not sure how they're going to do this year. And we have the Pirates and the Cardinals. Adam Wainwright, forty years old, making an opening day start. Like the guy, seriously is seriously just in- incredible. Just literally just just doesn't stop playing. And not even just him. Big storyline for the Cardinals. Our Pujols is back. Reunite all the boys. Pujols, Molina, Wainwright, all those boys played together at one point in St. Louis, and now they're reunited again. How incredible is that? But in Wainwright's game, his opening day start at 40 years old, six innings pitched, five hits, no earned run, no walks, and six strikeouts. The guy is still dealing at 40, okay? Dylan Collison had a nice game, one for three. Paul Goldschmidt was one for one. Tyler O'Neill was two for three with five RBIs. Arenado was one for four with two RBIs. Pujols, obviously, 
it's going to take him some time to get back to it again playing in this playing playing with the whole the white the red and white colors like he used to he was 0 for 5 DHing Paul DeYoung didn't uh, get a hit neither did Yadier Molina Harrison Bader 2 for 4 Tommy Edwin 1 for 4 so Obviously, Cardinals had a pretty solid game offensively, and then the Pirates uh, only had six hits total as a team. I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name who had two hits. Yoshitomo Satugo was three for two. Kevin Newman was one for four. Robert Perez was one for two. Brian Reynolds was one for four. And Padres talks at one point. Don't know if he is anymore. And the pitching was just off to a bad start. J.T. Brubaker, three innings pitch, four hit, four earned, three walks, two strikeouts. Just not a very strong game from him. And then Aaron Fletcher pitched one inning of relief and gave up four runs on three hits. So, yeah, starting in the bullpen, really struggled against the Cardinals last night. But that was the recap of that game. And let me see. What am I looking at? Mets Nationals. So everyone thought that DeGrom or Scherzer was going to get the opening day bump. Obviously, DeGrom has an injury, so obviously he didn't get it. And truthfully, I don't know why Scherzer didn't get it. I'm assuming that he was injured too. But Tyler Tyler McGill got the start and pitched five solid innings, only gave up three hits, no earned runs, no walks, and six strikeouts. And if you watch the tape, the guy has an absolutely nasty fastball. High 90 fastball, like 98-99. actually was carving up the hitters last night. So, truthfully, a very impressive game from him because I had never heard of him before until now. The offense did okay. Pete Alonso, two for four. Robinson Cano was two for three. Mark Canna from Oakland this offseason, two for three. Jeff McNeil, two for four. Starling Marte, who they also picked up this offseason, one for five. Lindor, one for five. They just have a lot of offense and defense. In the lineup, it's very scary. And the Nationals, the only the one run they had was from a solo bomb of Juan was from a solo bomb from Juan Soto, their star right fielder, and not just a bomb, absolute moonshot to the second deck in right field. So, if you haven't seen the tape on that, I definitely would go watch the highlights because he absolutely smoked the ball. Patrick Corbin had a really bad year last year, had an ERA over five. This year he did get the opening day start, but only did pitch four innings, gave up five hits, two earned two walks and four strikeouts so did only did pitch four innings was way over the pitch count when I watched the highlights so he was very behind Austin Voth in it not even an inning of relief gave up two runs and then Andres Machado in an inning of relief gave up one run so bullpen and starting pitching was just meh for the Nationals but they ended up losing five to one next game on the list we have the Reds and the Braves this was a very very not impressive game but a very just I don't know I think what we got to see is the basically the Reds saying, hey, we can pretty much play with any team because they beat the world's, the reigning World Series champs. Obviously without Freddie Freeman, but they got Matt Olson at first. He got his first warm welcome in Atlanta. And yeah, it was a pretty awesome start for the Reds. So Tyler, Tyler Mayle, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Five innings pitched, only three hits allowed, no earned runs, two walks and seven strikeouts. So that's very impressive against a lineup that, oh, I don't know, consists of Matt Olson. Matt Olson, Austin Riley, Marcelo Zuna, Ozzy Albies, Adam Duvall, Dansby Swanson, Alex Dickerson, and the list goes on, okay? Obviously, Okuni's not back yet because he's still recovering from the ACL, but yeah, pretty impressive game for the Reds. Joey Votto had a massive game, one, even though he's one for four, who had one RBI. He wasn't just hitting, but defensively he had a very good game. Jonathan India was two for five. Mike Mostakis was one for four. Brandon Drury was two for four with three RBIs. So, yeah, there was a lot of action for the Reds. They made a lot of stuff happen. And for the Braves, Max Fried, who was pretty much locked down in the postseason last year, starting day, opening day, was not very good for him. Five and a half innings pitch, gave up eight hits, five earned runs, one walk, and five strikeouts. So, 
Obviously, he's going to tell you in a post-game interview that he obviously had a very bad game because truthfully he did. So obviously he needs to fix that, but obviously he will because he's a very good pitcher. It's just those opening day jitters pretty much for every player is what happens. But yeah, not a very not a very solid outing from him, but he'll clean it up. And for the Braves, I mean, didn't just really, not a lot of offense. Only had four hits total. Four hits total. Olsen, no hits. Austin Riley had three of them. So no, Ozuna didn't have a hit. Duvall didn't have a hit. Denard didn't have a hit. Neither did Dickerson, Heredia, Swanson, Rosario. Riley had three hits. Three of the three of the four hits, and then Ozzy Albies had one hit. So, yeah, team is team is struggling a little bit on that first game, but obviously that's expected. But the Braves are obviously a very good baseball team, and the Reds are good too. They have some solid players in the outfield, infield, and pitching. Seriously, be on the lookout for them because they're going to be very good. And for the Angels. Obviously, for the Angels and the Astros, we get an opening day of Otani, who doesn't want to see that reigning MVP from last year. Absolute stud, cover athlete for the newest show video game. And how did he do in his debut? So four and a half innings pitched, four hits, one earned run, one strikeout, and had nine strikeouts. At one point, I think he sat down. He struck out the side one inning, because I just watched the highlights before this. He struck out the side in one inning and then sat down like six guys after that. Just absolute stud, but was over the pitch count. I think that's just been something with him as a pitcher. Obviously, he's obviously an incredible pitcher, but obviously an incredible hitter. The hitting is what we obviously want to see as well. But the pitching, it seems like every game I've watched from him, he always is, he's always, like, usually most of the time over the pitch count. And, like, really early innings, like fifth inning, he's already over. Sixth inning, he's, like, way over by a lot. So I think for him, he just obviously has to work on that. Obviously, I'm not a baseball coach, but those are things I just noticed with, with just numbers and everything. So... But hitting-wise, he was over four, so really made had an he had an impact on the mound. Obviously, he only gave up one earned run and nine strikeouts, so that's very good. Mike Trout had a hit, one for three. Rendon no hits. Matt Duffy was two for three. Tyler Wade zero for one. Joe Adele zero for three. Jared Walsh zero for three. Max Stassi zero for three. Brandon Marsh zero for two, and then David Fletcher, their starting shortstop, one for three. So. Just not a lot of offense in this game. Only four hits for the Angels total. The Astros had eight hits total, scored three runs total. Jose Altuve 0 for 3. Michael Brantley 2 for 5. Alex Bregman 2 for 4 with two RBIs. Jordan Alvarez 1 for 3 with a walk, a hit, and an RBI. Yuli Gurriel 1 for 4. Kyle Tucker 0 for 3. Jeremy Pena 0 for 4. Chaz McCormick 2 for 4. And Martin Maldonado, 0 for 4. But then they're pitching. Framber Valdez, absolute stud behind the mound. Six and a half innings pitched. Two hits allowed. No earned runs. Only one walk allowed and six strikeouts. So a very good outing from him. The bullpen took care of it for the rest of the three. Astros start the season with the win. And lastly, this is the game that I worked last night. So for anybody that doesn't know, I do work for the Diamondbacks as a rally back brand ambassador for the team. So I'm at the ballpark every homestand. And yeah. I got to see a walk-off three-run bomb, which is pretty incredible. But even before that bomb, you Darvis was literally allowed a no-hitter through six innings. Was pitching a no-hitter through six. But since he had a shortened spring training, Melvin didn't want to have to keep extending his arm because at one point he was over the pitch count in the sixth inning by a lot. So yeah, six innings pitched. Six innings pitched, and he did not allow a, he did not allow a hit. So Darvis easily could have had an opening day no-hitter, which hasn't happened in a very long time. But for him... Stats-wise, obviously, six innings pitch, no hits, no earned runs. He had four walks and three strikeouts. So, obviously, we don't want that because that's garbage. And then, from hitting-wise, Austin Nolan was one for four with an RBI. Manny Machado, 0 for three. Jake Cronenworth, 0 for two. Luke Voigt, 0 for two. Will Myers, 0 for four. Eric Hosmer, 1 for four. 
Profar one for three. Jose Azucar was just zero. I think he came in later in the game. Uh, Hashan Kim was 0 for 3, and then Trent Grisham was 1 for 4. A lot of walks drawn, though. Machado had a walk. Cronenworth had two. Voigt had two. So pretty impressive there. Profar had one. Kim had one. So, yeah. the Obviously, the guys had good at-bats. And obviously, we're up 2-0 at one point. I thought the game was going to be over, but... Yeah, and then we had this guy named uh, Robert Suarez come in, who we thought was going to be this rad reliever who we picked up from the off. We picked him up in the offseason from Japan. He was pitching overseas, so he proceeds to walk two guys and then hit the last pitcher. Actually, no, excuse me. Walk two guys, then threw a wild pitch, then beam someone. Craig Stammen comes in, throws a wild pitch, scores one run. So now it is two one, and then Seth Beer comes up and just absolutely blasts this three run bomb. Off of Craig Stammen to win the game. 4-2 walk-off. Absolute, just absolute mayhem at Chase Field. But, yeah, don't even really know where to start. Obviously, I'm obviously a Padres fan from San Diego, but also I work for the Diamondbacks. I'm equally a Diamondbacks fan as well. But the Diamondbacks really had no offense. Literally, there was no offense until that inning. Dalton Varsha was 0-4. Cattell Marte was 0-4. Peralta was 0-2. Walker was 0-3. Paven Smith was 1-2. Jake McCarthy, 0 for 0. Carson Kelly, 0 for 3. Seth Beer, 2 for 4. Drew Ellis, 0 for 2. Cooper Hummel, 0 0. Sergio Alcantara, 0 0. Geraldo Perdomo, 0 for 2. So they really had, seriously, just a lot of just kind of zeros. But obviously, Seth Beer, Seth Beer accounted for three of the four RBIs. One obviously is a wild one obviously was a wild pitch and they scored that way. So that, yeah. So Seth Beer, if you don't count that wild pitch, Seth Beer accounted for all the RBIs on a on an absolute three run bomb to walk the game off so an amazing first day of baseball i don't really know what else to say seriously that padre diamondbacks game was absolutely incredible i'm going to the game today obviously i'm working this whole homestand so i had to record this game a little bit earlier but yeah let's hoping we're hoping for some more awesome games this year but uh this was a quick little one obviously i strictly just wanted to talk about baseball today because that's kind of the season we're in basketball's kind of fizzling out into playoffs hockey's kind of getting there as well so yeah, baseball's upon us, man, and I'm super excited. So thank you all for checking out the podcast. As always, follow me on TikTok at Ballin' with Tyler Todd. Instagram is same is the same tag at Ballin' with Tyler Todd, and even my personal is at Tyler T Robinson. Follow the channel. Obviously, I post videos on TikTok. I post stuff on my Instagram as well. And yeah, thank you for checking out. As always, next Friday at 5 p.m. I'll see you then. Later.